Welcome to the summer series of Culture Factor. I'm Holly Shannon. When I spoke at this year's NFTMYC, I used my downtime to interview the experts about their engagement in the Web3 space. We've talked on Culture Factor a lot about what Web3 is and how it's being used, but I wanted to try and understand why. Almost every person I spoke to had a similar reason for being part of Web3. They all wanted to help fulfill our most basic, fundamental, evolutionary need, connection. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to explore the methods that artists, collectors, and businesses use to bring about connection. I'll break down the whys, not just the what's, of this new digital space we find ourselves in. Hello, Culture Factor family. In life, I've learned that you meet the coolest people backstage. At NFTMYC, the most amazing photographer and NFT artist was taking portraits at the famous town hall. I had been following him on Instagram and messaged him. Jeremy Cower invited me to come to town hall and yes, backstage. So I'm having this epic moment with Jeremy Coward. I just watched him photograph and watched his creative process with an artist here at NYC, NFT NYC. And um, when I walked in the room, one of the first things he said is that today seems to be the most magical for him. And so I'm going to start I'm going to pick up there before I dive into his process a little bit. So hello, and you want to share why that is the case? Yeah, today has just been, uh, I don't know, you have so much gear and sometimes like everything just clicks, like something like locks into place and you're like, oh, this is what I was striving, striving for. And today feels like that moment where a lot of things are clicking. I love that. So... Let me go into your process. So you were a photographer first, mm-hmm. and um, I have combed through your Instagram. I encourage everybody to go check that out. Um, when was that moment? Like, I, I know a lot of people transfer JPEG to NFT, but was there a catalyst or like a, a specific moment where you're like, this is what I need to be doing? Yeah, so it was December when I heard the term generative art. That got my attention, and uh, I dove in and decided to create a project generatively called Block Queens, and um, that has turned my life upside down because now I do NFTs full time for a living. It's all I do, and now I'm, you know, shooting all these portraits of the, all the artists and creators in the NFT space. And so, um, yeah, that was December 2021, so just about six months ago, and uh, I've been in love ever since. I would assume the process is a lot different because like from my very tiny actions in Procreate, you're creating layers versus um, finding, capturing that one moment um, on film. Um, Has that evolved your work, being able to create layers? Well, I've been a Photoshop user for 20 years. I've always layered stuff. But yeah, now with NFTs, I can just bring that history into NFTs and create uh, AR, so augmented reality art. And um, whether it's prints or uh, in real life, I'm messing a lot with AR. But yeah, and then uh, in photography, it can also, I'm also doing some interesting layered stuff with that as well. So yeah, and then I, then I still love the flat art as well, like portraits, some of my favorite portraits probably ever have been created today. So yeah, it's a, uh, just whatever the project requires is where I go. 
You know, I always talk about um, the intrinsic value for the collector and for the artist, which maybe is a little bit different. Um, when you produce a piece of art, what does that feel like for you when it when it lands, like when it's exactly what you want it to be? And, and what is that feeling when somebody collects it and puts it on their wall? It's indescribable. I mean, it's literally my childhood dreams. I've always just wanted to be an artist, and I somehow got caught up in the commercial photography space, which I did for 15 years, but it was never my passion. So now to make art and for collectors to collect it, I mean, it's just like just like some kids wanted to be an astronaut, some kids wanted to be in the NFL. Like, I just wanted to make art and sell it. And so, um, yeah, for people to buy that just means everything. When you were talking about creating like the layers and the AI, can you explain to me where that AI comes in in the process? Yeah, I'm using a couple apps, uh, Art of Eve, which when the app recognizes the image, then all the layers, 13 layers, come off the print or off the image, off the screen. And so, um, and then I use Adobe Arrow, which can like place my NFTs anywhere in real life. Um, and you can set them on a bar top or a field or a beach, like wherever you are, you can build your NFT 3D model in real life. And so, um, yeah, I love exploring all things AR. I have seen physical pieces where the layers are all put, like say in a clear box and you can walk around mm -hmm. it. So like from the front, it looks one way. And then as you start to go around. So when you say physical like that um, mm -hmm. in real life, is that what you mean? Yes, exactly. That is exactly. In fact, I can show you for one. Um, so like this piece behind you has that same uh, thing that's possible. So if I scan that right behind you um and i'm gonna put um a copy of this in the in the show notes so that people can see like the imagery of what you're doing right this very minute <laughs> okay here are the ar layers and then uh yeah they all come off the print so you can see in real life this is amazing. So I'm seeing layers and they're like shifting and moving. Um, so I'm, I'm totally going to have to include this in the show notes for everybody for so you sure. can get it. Yeah. Um, so he has a line of people who are behind me that he's going to photograph. Mm -hmm. So hopefully he doesn't mind if I stay and watch no, a little. Come on, come on. One, la one last question for you. Where are you from? Nashville, Tennessee. I was trying to figure out the yeah. accent. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Jeremy. You, of course, absolutely. And I'll tell you, watching Jeremy in his element shooting portraits was an experience I won't soon forget. He even asked me to jump behind his camera to capture him. Let's listen in as we explore what it feels like for him to be both the artist and the collector. So I have another question for Jeremy Coward. Mm -hmm. Are you a collector as well? Very much. I love to collect. Are there any artists or type of art that really sends you? Yeah, I mean, gosh, I got to photograph uh, Rafik, I think, in it all today, and he's my favorite artist on the planet. <laughs> I wish I could afford to collect his art, but I can't. But I, I love what Quantum Art is doing. They're the photography platform. So I have a Justin Aversano piece that I've collected, um, and I have a lot of uh, historical, that I think are historic pieces, like what Time Magazine is doing. I think some of their collections are really cool. I'm honored, actually, to recently be one of their artists. Um, 
but I love Moonbirds. I have my Moonbirds. Um, and I probably own about 80 projects. And so I have a lot of projects that I, that I collect. And, you know, my fellow photographers, I love collecting their work when I can. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually enjoy the collecting just as much as I do the creating. And how do you feature the NFT art? Do you put it physically on your walls or is it just for, again, that intrinsic value that you have it? Yeah, great question. I would love to eventually have them on my wall right now. They're just in my wallet. <laughs> and I love that. And it's funny because when I first got into NFTs, I never thought that would be a thing. Like, don't you want to showcase them? Don't you want to? But then you realize that you just love owning the NFT. Like, that's enough for me. It's crazy. So, so you'll probably never flip that art because it's so special to you that you're just keeping it like in your wallet i mean there's definitely some stuff that i flip i'm not a flipper but occasionally you know you you uh will take the profits on something but the most i would say 90 percent of my projects i've kept you know i i don't think flipping is bad because sometimes i think if you buy it and you flip it with the intention of elevating the artist to the mm. next level like you you're watching them build themselves and then you probably will go back and buy more art so mm. I think it's actually like moving them through the system a little like I don't think it has to be a negative right I would agree yeah it's just part of the game and part of the process and everybody you know there's nothing wrong with taking profits everybody does it when they need to and I've certainly done that but I do love trying to hold on to things as long as I can I've heard, and I do believe this, that we will have multiple wallets where we collect art, and each of our wallets will represent our personality or different parts of us, kind of mm -hmm. like social media, like you show one person, mm -hmm. uh, one part of yourself on LinkedIn and maybe a different one on Instagram. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I'll, I haven't heard that, but I could not agree more, and I could see myself doing that my pfp wallet my photography wallet my fine art wallet yeah i mean totally it's a great thought and i could see that being the future where that's how we you know choose to to show who we are yeah we'll be defined by that very long code zero x mm -hmm. to da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly no doubt so what is the next project you're going to work on after nft myc where are you headed next Yes, I have more one-of-ones coming on Super Rare. I'm doing a, gosh, a huge collaboration with Boston Globe. I don't know that I can say that yet, but it just did. Um, another project drop coming on Quantum, a uh, fashion drop, and uh, so a couple other celebrity projects after that, so a lot. <laughs> Very impressive. I love that, and you heard it here first, Boston Globe. Okay. Shh. Well, this is releasing over the summer, nice. so maybe it'll be nice. old news by the time. Yeah, we'll see. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It'll be exciting to see how our future digital wallets define our personalities and our interests. I love that that resonated with Jeremy. I have two wallets. How about you? Please share with me on social if you have more than one and why. Hey, Culture Factor family, I have been enjoying rosé over this very hot summer, and Harmony Wine has been my newest addiction. My friend Matt Harmon has not only created this delicious rosé from Provence, but it has these 
beautiful notes of strawberry and floral and it's dry and super yummy and he put it in the prettiest of cans that you can take to your picnic or a barbecue. Matt and I agree that the best rosé comes from the south of France. That's probably why we're friends. And he is going to be giving you, my Culture Factor family, 20% off. Your Harmony Wine link is in the show notes. Season four of Culture Factor is produced by Pale Blue Studios. 